The Leap Foundation proudly presents the Meet the Mentor podcast with Dr. Bill Dorfman. Dr. Bill is a TV host, New York Times bestselling author, two-time Guinness World Book record holder, fitness guru, celebrity cosmetic dentist, and philanthropist who founded the Leap Foundation. Here's Dr. Bill. Hey, Dr. Bill here. So get ready for another exciting Meet the Mentor. We're super duper excited about Leap 2023. You can sign up now. It's not too early. Uh, it will be July 16th to the 22nd at UCLA. I have no idea who the speakers will be, but this year we had Richard Branson, uh, Prince Jackson, Michael Jackson's son, uh, Paula Abdul, and every year we get amazing speakers and we deliver, deliver big time. So I'm super excited. Um, I'm also uh, talking with a, a group called Gen 4, and it looks like they're going to send a ton of students to the program. So I'm excited about working with them and uh, just keep doing all what we're doing. The goal is to make it better every year. And I think so far in the last 15 years, we've kept improving it and, and just hitting it out of the park consistently. So I'm super excited. You go to our website, www.leapfoundation.com and get more information for LEAP. 2023. Without further ado, I'd like to introduce you to our Meet the Mentor. This is Dr. Gail Modeling Randall. She brings nearly 40 years of direct experience as a physician, scientist, cross-cultural practitioner, administrator, and writer to her endeavors. Mm. Dr. Randall has merged the cutting-edge knowledge of internal, integrative, and functional gastroenterology medicine together to address wellness and chronic disease through new cellular messaging technology and biomimicry. Wow, that's a lot. <laughs> that's um, a lot. Doc, yeah, Dr. <laughs> Randall has always believed in creating health from the inside out. Her practice focuses on optimizing the function functioning of the body, particularly the gut, in utilizing holistic methods based in therapeutic, uh, based in science. Her proactive systems-oriented approach places patient and practitioner in therapeutic partnership. It focuses on the root cause of illness rather than the Western focus on symptoms. Dr. Randall loves to scientifically track the hidden causes of a disease, the environment, the genetic, or lifestyles that interact with it. She transforms health, providing individual treatments with diet, exercise, and micronutrient therapy to optimize metabolism and gut balance. Dr. <laughs> Randall believes every patient can achieve their highest expression of health, and she's here to tell you all about it. Good day to you, Dr. Randall. How are Thank you? Thank you. Thank you. That's a very fancy way of saying, you know, I like to get to the root cause and it all comes from UCLA, where you're going to go back to my alma mater, where yeah. people do think outside the box. That's where I had the first integrative educational for medical students at UCLA and uh, therapies. First one, first one at UCLA. So I, I, I'm thinking you probably started practicing in a very conventional way and then transitioned into this new kind of holistic approach. When and how did that all happen? I know everybody thinks that, but you know, I was always an outside of the box person, but 
I did learn all the cutting edge West, you know, science stuff too, because I love that too. So I've always seen it as two, two sides that need to bridge together. So I don't think of it as one thing or the other. I've always thought of it as a one whole picture. But of course, I was presented with the traditional, what you think of as Western medicine stuff first, but I spent a lot of time with indigenous cultures. So it was ingrained in me, the holism and the holistic picture. So So tell me, talk to me about the evolution of your practice, like straight out of medical school. Give me kind of an idea as to your roadmap to success. Yeah, well, they they liked me very much at UCLA. You know, one thing is work hard, never give up. I mean, I had to pay my own way through school. So I worked and I went to school. Also, either I worked during the day or I worked at night and I went to school in the, in the, you know, the alternate space that was open because uh, I had to pay for it myself. So but the thing is, if you really, you know, focus on what that future is, you want what you think you can manifest. So don't just keep putting in the time. You'll get there before you know it, that four years before you get to go to medical school, you know, it's, it's over and then you're, you're in, you know? So if you just keep plotting away and paying your bill and staying positive and staying focused on the future, it happens. So what were you manifesting And, and tell me what it looks like today? What I was manifesting is is a way to serve medicine because I always thought medicine was the way for me. And um, I've always been a very compassionate, healing person to other people. And I wanted to express that with some clout, with some, you know, degrees and stuff. So that that was my goal is to get those degrees and have that clout. So I might be able to bring in some new kinds of medicine which is the alternative integrative piece. So what is it that you do medically that's so different from quote unquote traditional practitioners? I'm educated in like 20 different modalities and I I don't want the young guests to be like, oh my God, I can barely get through the one I have. I've had that happen before when I talk to medical students, But, but don't think of it that way. Just think of your life as a as a, you know, it's full of different tools that you can call upon. Whatever you find it works best in your own hands, that's what you want in your practice. You want to get that little, immerse yourself in whatever that it may be acupuncture, maybe massage, maybe something as simple as teaching your patient a meditation or how to breathe. You know, that's so key now. And that's a very simple technique, but a very powerful technique. So if you want to be a doctor, if you know some of these very simple things to do, you're going to help your patients that much more. When we did studies at UCLA, we showed that that every time we added something alternative, that people did better, you know, 100% of the time. So if you can get something 100% of the time, that's that's pretty phenomenal. So just be open to what else is out there. And of course, do your do your basics. If you're interested in medicine, you got to do your basics. And um, but be open to the other tools as well. So a lot of your practices focuses particularly on, on gut health. Talk to us about that a little bit, please. Sure. Well, I'm a gastroenterologist as well, and I've been a gut doctor by degree. I worked with Emron Meyer, who wrote the mind uh, gut, uh, the mind gut. 
condition and uh, the gut, gut is it mind-gut connection? Yeah, mind-gut connection or gut-mind connection. Anyway, he wrote the foreword to my book, Soul Doctoring, Heal Yourself, Heal the Planet, which just came out in April. You can find it on Amazon. He's an amazing guy. And we worked together there at UCLA from the very beginning, knowing there was something more than what, what you could see and what, what Western medicine accepted as you know, the mind-gut connection, that there was something more than, you know, uh, out of sight, out of mind. You know, I was more interested in the little bugs, you know, like what's there, what's that, that shouldn't be there, what's not there that should be there. Now we know that we need these good bugs. And a lot of people focus on it and take probiotics, keep your gut balanced, that kind of thing. It's a it's a thing. And pe most people in the population kind of know about that now. But when we were back then trying to decide at UCLA, people said, it doesn't matter. They said, everything's commensal. It doesn't matter what's in there. Of course, we know that's not true now. And of course, depending on what's in there, it sends a message to your brain. It actually shapes what you think. You may have what you think happen in your gut first, and then you decide what you think about it. So it's very important what's happening in that gut. It could be your first brain, you know? So always think about that when you eat your food, it should be not too much sugar. It should be, you know, designed to help those bugs that live in there. Whatever is good for the bugs is good for you. So what does a typical Dr. Gale day look like? Oh, a typical Dr. Gale day th these days is, you know, I have a podcast myself. It's called Soul Story. So I do that once a week. I have patients I see both in the office and on telemedicine because ever since COVID, we had to think outside the box. How are we going to take care of our patients now? Either we're going to become hospitalists, which is cool, too, or we're going to have to you know, do it in a way that we're not spreading disease. So we started doing telemedicine big time, meaning like we're doing now, like on a Zoom or you uh -huh. know, so we can still help people a great deal because you can still see a lot and get a lot through what they tell you. The patient's story is everything. I say the patient comes with their own answer. And if you're patient enough and you have enough knowledge, you listen to what they say and you're going to, they're going to tell you what's wrong in that time period you spend with them. And then you just have to fill in the, the in between the words and come up with a program for them. Tell me, tell me what your podcast is about. What do you do on the podcast? Yeah, my podcast is not dissimilar in a way to you. You have different mentors on because you want to inspire people. And I think that's cool. I have different um, people who have achieved a higher level of consciousness, at least in my opinion. Like, And so that people listening, it will raise their consciousness by listening to the podcast. They're very, very accomplished. They're either very, very accomplished in a certain area or they're very spiritual, or that like I had Emron Meyer on, who's very accomplished in his, but he's spiritual too. And I had uh, have a lot of actors and actresses, and also people just that are so unusual you wouldn't even think. I have this guy from Salt Works. He's like a salt genius. I mean, it's so fascinating the ins and outs of salt, and how, you know what it does in your body, and where he goes and gets it and where the purest salt is. I mean, you know, things like that, you know, so it's, it's very unusual, highly high vibrational kind of information that, that inspires people. 
Interesting. So what are the most common, um, I would say, diseases or medical problems that you deal with in your practice? Well, of course, gut, because I'm a gastroenterologist, people come in and, you know, they may come in, this is interesting, they may come in and say, Doc, I have headache. And then they go out with a gut program. They're going, what is this? I come in and I say I have a headache and I go out with something for my gut because so many things come from the gut. You right. really have to know what you're looking at. And I'm also trained in Chinese medicine. So I take a look at that tongue and that tongue tells me if they have an imbalance. And if it goes along with their symptoms, gas, bloating, diarrhea, constipation, then you know, you know you're on the money and I will test their poop and see who's home who's there or who's not there, you know, and, and, and from, from that, you can, you can create a program for that person because it'll also tell you the the level of inflammation, right? You you should do this. Actually, almost everybody should do this. Just like everybody needs a colonoscopy. I think everybody should get their poop test, you know, as a regular, like, you know, we get in, go in and get our CBC, our complete blood count and that, I think it should include uh, this uh, GI mapping, basically. I I actually did it. I had a bout with uh, Girardi. And um, so I I did uh, Girardi. Girardi. Yeah. Girardi. Yeah, Girardi. I Uh I had a bout with that a few years ago. And uh, yeah, we did extensive testing. Oh, we'll talk about that later. But um. You know, that can shift you forever if you don't like recheck it and do certain things to rebalance yourself because your gut is your immunity, isn't it? It is. When you're when you're born, all all of your immunity is in your thymus and it's your T cells. When we're toddlers, move out and go move into the gut and set up all these little colonies called Peyer's patches. And that's where your immunity resides. Your gut's your immunity, but it's also creates more neurotransmitters than your brain. So it determines how you wow. feel. So wow. it's your immunity. It's how you feel. You know, the gut is way more important than people think. It's not just for digesting or holding food. Well, I'm glad that you have um, established a stronghold in this because I definitely need to see you on a professional level. Uh, to be totally honest with you, um, ever since I had this this incident, um, I got it in Lake Arrowhead. Um, I was, I was an avid water skier and I wiped out once and happened to swallow half the lake. And my gut has never been the same since. A lot of, a lot of people say that once a parasite move in, it's not the same, but it can be. Yeah. It can be the same. No, it can be because I got Giardia too. I got it in France. (laughs) Who knew? You know, I thought they they like drinking wine. No, they have to because they can't drink the water. You know, <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. But anyway, so it changes your gut immunity. You know, another way of looking at it, a lot of docs will say, well, something rode in on its back. Well, perhaps, you know, but the best way to do is check. But this DNA GI mapping test that we do will tell you your entire microbiome. And, wow. you know, plus you know, are you inflamed? Are you not inflamed? Can you, how much digestive capability do you have and all of this? So it's a really good informational test to do for anybody with, and and like I said, I think it's going to become 
like start part of your standard test that you get when you go to the doctor because it's good to know where you start from. Yeah, I'm a big supporter. So, you know, medicine has certainly changed a lot since you and I graduated from medical school and dental schools. You know, um, today you're running multiple businesses. I mean, you've got your your medical practice. You've got a podcast. Mm -hmm. Um, What else are you doing that generates business for you? Uh, Well, I created a line of supplements. So I do that. But I I don't think everybody needs to do all that. Although that's the sense entrepreneurism is a bigger deal now. Um, You know, it's worth checking into for our young uh, listeners, because if you do have more more than one area that you're um, drawing income from, you know, you're going to be easier to succeed. But first, like I said, do your basics. If you want to go into medicine, do medicine, and then you can add in the other things that that serve you, that that interest you, that that get you excited. But you don't have to. You can be a doctor, and the doctor does a lot of things, wears a lot of hats. You know, a doctor is sort of a therapist. A doctor is sort of, you know, the captain of the ship. He will send you off to other doctors that know what to do with you. So there is certainly no shame in that. Agreed. Agreed. So I told you I was going to ask you this. If if I were a student watching you right now, Dr. Gale, and I wanted to have a career in medicine and even maybe specifically in gut health and things like that, what should I be doing as far as, as school's concerned? If I'm in high school or college, mm-hmm. what kind of classes could I take or what other kinds of extracurricular things should I get involved in? Mm-hmm. Oh, I can tell you that because not only did I do it, but I also was on the uh, acceptance committee, you know, at UCLA. I was a professor there for 15 years. So I accepted medical students and then I accept I had students, you know, that followed me around. And then I, at the higher levels, I accepted, you know, fellows into the specialty program, things like that. So I know what to do and what to look for. So if you want to be a doctor and you want to get into medical school, you want to kind of do some, maybe go to the university, meet someone who wants help in their lab, and then learn directly from that person. And it looks good on your resume. It does good for your knowledge. And you might even find something you're interested in. So that's one way of doing it. Yeah, we're really big on, you know, kind of advising students to find great mentors and really spend time with them. I mean, there's really no way to know how you're going to like the field that you've mm-hmm. never spent any time in. So I, yeah. I the other thing is go find a clinician such as myself. Say you're interested in integrative medicine. I have patients come find me all the time. I just had one from Arabia. Is it, can I please follow you around? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Come on in and you know, I, I show them what I do and how I do it. And they're just fascinated with it. So they want to know the other ways to heal as well as traditional medicine. Cool. So, if uh, students want to follow you or get in touch with you, what's the best way? Yeah, just just go on my website. Uh, drgm or drgmrandall.com and call me and I'll say, yeah, so it's doctor. <laughs> it's doctor G. Like D- Gary M, 
like Mary Randall, R-A-N-D-A-L-L.com. Correct. Yeah. Okay. And I always like to end on this one. What's next? What's next? Well, what's next is um, to uh, get my book out there, start lecturing on the teachings in the book and write the next one. (laughs) Awesome. Awesome. Yeah, I'm going to do one sort of like the a move. It's going to be all about nutrition. Not that it's all, that's already in my current book, Soul Doctoring, Heal Yourself, Heal the Planet on Amazon. But it's a more focused and it's going to have recipes with a story behind each recipe. Where did it come from? Cool. Why is it why is it important for what health conditions and so forth? Awesome. Well, mark your calendar for July 21st in 2023. And if you're available, I'd love to have you come to Leap as a mentor. We'll have about 100 different professionals there. And students get to sit and talk to you for 30 minutes when we rotate. It's like speed dating. So let's if do that, it. <laughs> yeah, if that date works out, I'll have James contact you right down July 21st, 2023. All right. That's exciting. I'd love to talk to I'd love to come. Love to okay. Well, I'm going to come in as a patient. So you're going to see me next week. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. Good. Thank you, Dr. Gail. Dr. Right. Bill, over for now. To learn more about the Leap Foundation, go to leapfoundation.com or find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash leapfoundation or on Instagram at leapfoundation. Listen to the Meet the Mentor podcast with Dr. Bill Dorfman on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.